When you become a widow, the heartache can be overwhelming. You feel lost, you feel broken, you feel alone, and sometimes you feel like the pain will never go away. I believe that every widow has the capacity to endure, the power to overcome, and the determination to create a new life filled with meaning and purpose. That's why I wanted to create a show called Widow 180. People tell me they come here for the positivity. They listen to Widow 180, the podcast, to be inspired. They come to Widow 180 to be reminded that they have options, that the pain of loss is not a life sentence. Widow 180 is about turning tragedy, loss, and fear into strength, creativity, and a new passion for life. My mission each week is to arm you with these powerful stories of transformation and knowledge so that you can navigate life after loss. I'm Jen Zwink. I'm so glad you're listening. Let's get to the episode. This week's episode is sponsored by Filled with Gold subscription boxes. These beautiful boxes are delivered to your doorstep each and every month, filled with hand-picked items. And this is what I love about this. Melissa Pierce is the owner and founder of Filled with Gold subscription boxes. And this is all about supporting other widows, other widow-owned businesses. So she puts items like soaps and bath salts that are made by widows and a book written by a widow. It's all about widows helping widows. She is extremely passionate about this. And this is her mission. So much thought and care goes into these boxes. You know, it's just like the saying goes, you can't pour from an empty cup. Self-care is not selfish. It's necessary. So you can purchase this as a treat for yourself or a gift to another widow who needs some extra love and support because grieving is hard and it's so nice to get a gift of comfort. It's free shipping in the U.S. Use the coupon code WIDOW180 for 50% off your first box. That's coupon code WIDOW180. Go to www.filledwithgold.org. That's www.filledwithgold.org. Now let's dive into the next episode. Hello, and thank you so much for listening this week. Today, we're talking about a couple of things that I know you're familiar with, anxiety and comfort zones. And as widows, we know what being out of a comfort zone feels like. We're thrown into a chaotic, unfamiliar world when we lose our spouse. Everything about our life becomes uncomfortable. We sit and are surrounded by discomfort from the time we wake up until the time our head hits the pillow at night. We are fully aware of the anxiety and discomfort we feel because our grief doesn't allow us to forget about it. We feel stuck and we feel afraid to move forward and take a step in what might be the wrong direction because we don't have the confidence in ourselves to make choices about our life. But when the dust starts to settle in a bit and a little time passes, we start to maybe feel ready to take that first step into a new life. However, we still have that fear within us that surfaces every time we're faced with a new decision. We're in this kind of holding pattern. We're in this like in-between phase and we're too afraid to move forward. Why? Because we know moving forward means more discomfort. The other day I was listening to a podcast by Jay Shetty. His podcast is called On Purpose. And in this one episode, this was a few weeks ago, he was talking about being stuck in your comfort zone. 
In that episode, he was talking about how Dr. Judith Bardwick defined what a comfort zone is. And he says it's the best definition he has ever heard. So here's what Dr. Bardwick says about the comfort zone. The comfort zone is a behavioral state in which a person operates in first an anxiety neutral condition. The second is using a limited set of behaviors to deliver a steady level of performance, usually without a sense of risk. So Let's take a look at this definition and break this down to see how it applies to our lives. Are we constantly delivering a steady level of performance? And are we usually avoiding risk? So let's first look at, are we trying to live in an anxiety neutral condition? And you might be thinking, um, heck yeah, that sounds amazing, right? To not have anxiety overtake my mind, body and soul. Yes, please. I think most of us have that as a goal, to have very little anxiety in our lives. It's a goal. It's something we work for, right? And I think we can all agree that widows are amongst the most anxiety-stricken people walking the planet at any given moment. We have too much of it. We are beyond capacity of what a normal human can withstand. We know what anxiety does to us. We can't focus. We can't function. We can't make decisions. We get distracted. We can't feel happiness or joy when we're being overtaken by anxiety. We all know this feeling because we've all experienced it. I know you know this feeling. This is the state that we're familiar with, I think, for most of us anyways. This is the extreme. This is a part of grief at its ugliest, at our worst. Literally, I can remember shaking. It shakes us to our core. And I don't know if any of you felt that way, but that's how I felt. My body would literally shake. I was so over anxious. I would forget to breathe. I was so anxious. This is the extreme side of anxiety. The other side of this is if we are in this anxiety neutral zone And we're trying to create a life where we completely eliminate anxiety, which you might be asking, well, what's wrong with that? I think that sounds freaking fantastic. Who wants anxiety in their life? I don't need it. I don't want it. Thanks anyway. Hard pass on all the anxiety. Thanks. But, but an anxiety neutral life is not all it's cracked up to be. Why, you ask? Why, Jen? Why the hell would I want any more anxiety in my life after all that I have been through? What are you talking about? Well, we actually want some anxiety in life because anxiety is going to spark action. We need a certain amount of anxiety that sparks change, that leads to creativity. So let me explain this a little bit more. We need an optimal level of anxiety. Too much anxiety is overwhelming and too little creates complacency and lack of energy and a lack of enthusiasm or motivation and boredom. So we try to limit anxiety because we believe that it's bad. We don't like how it makes us feel. So we try to avoid it. We don't want to feel nervous. We don't want to feel uncomfortable. So 
It's interesting to think that we do actually need a little bit of anxiety in our life, but we think it's bad because that's been our experience with it. The anxiety that we deal with after losing a spouse is the unhealthy, almost painful anxiety rather than the anxiety that can be positive or heightened energy, the anxiety where we feel a sense of activation or aliveness. And I talked about this a little bit in episode 82, where I talk about not just existing, but thriving. So what Jay Shetty talks about is that when we are in that initial bad anxiety state, it is healthy to level back and dial it back and get down to an anxiety neutral state, especially after being in the overwhelmed state for a while. It's okay to want to live drama free. And that would be a great first step to take is to get back down to an anxiety neutral level and regroup yourself there for a while before shifting to an optimal anxiety. And that's the optimal anxiety pathway we can take in order to heal after loss. The path is overwhelm to leveling off to welcoming anxiety back. So how do we do that? How do we proceed down this path? What are the steps? He says that when we're experiencing high levels of anxiety, you may practice more breath work and maybe more mindfulness or maybe meditate more, maybe work out. Then you start to feel more in control. And once you start to feel more in control, then how do we make that shift to optimal anxiety? What do we do then? Well, we experiment, we explore, we try new things. You create new opportunities for yourself. You step out of the comfort zone. You do things you've never done before. You add very intentionally the healthy anxiety back into your life. It's welcoming intentional anxiety. And that's the difference. All of the previous bad anxiety that we experienced was because it was out of our control. It was unintentional and unwanted. It was too much and too overwhelming. But now we are taking control again. We are intentionally inviting this new anxiety in. This could be the nervousness you get when you join a new club and then you're walking into this meeting for the first time. It's new. It's a bit scary. You're a little bit nervous. Or say you decide to go back to school and you're walking into a classroom again. You haven't walked into a classroom in years. You have this anxiety that kind of creeps up. But it was by choice. That's the difference. It's the unintentional disruption in life that is so much worse. And when we talk ourselves out of trying new things and we stay in our safe little bubble because we're trying to protect ourselves from getting hurt in some way, we're protecting ourselves from pain, from embarrassment, from rejection or any number of things that can happen when we stretch ourselves and go out of our comfort zone. But when we stay safe and we don't experience life by our own choice, that's actually when we become more fragile. It's a paradox. When we stay safe, we get weaker. We're setting ourselves up to be fragile by overprotecting ourselves. 
Staying limited in our comfort zone is blocking us from reaching our potential. Does it feel risky to step out of your comfort zone? Heck yeah, it does. Of course it does. Yes, it is risky. You might feel embarrassed. You might feel nervous. You might feel anxious. You might worry what other people will think of you. But we have to be okay with taking those risks because of the growth that is possible when we do them. So one more time, I want to review this definition of comfort zone. The comfort zone is a behavioral state in which a person operates in an anxiety-neutral condition. The second is using a limited set of behaviors to deliver a steady level of performance, usually without a sense of risk. But the super important thing that I want you to remember and take away from this episode is that optimal anxiety pathway that we can take in order to heal after loss. So just remember this, that the first part of this pathway is the overwhelming anxiety, the bad, the ugly, the grief anxiety. Then the second part is then moving to an anxiety neutral condition in order to regroup and heal This is healthy to be in this temporary state. And then the third is finally moving to that optimal anxiety level where when we're feeling stronger and more confident again, we're ready to welcome anxiety in intentionally and with control and by choice. I really loved this explanation from Jay Shetty. And when I listened to that podcast episode the other day, I just found it to be such a great explanation of comfort zone. And so I wanted to share this information with you today. Um, Again, this is from Jay Shetty. I'm going to put that link to the podcast, to his podcast. It's called On Purpose. And I'll put that link in the show notes today if you want to go and check that out. Also, I am so excited about some changes that are coming to the Widow Connection community. We have some amazing guest speakers coming up soon. We just had Ellen Yang last night, and she is an Enneagram expert, and it was amazing. It was awesome. We also have some additional resources and videos that we're planning on adding to the program. I'm so excited about big things coming up. I will keep you posted. If you want to be a part of this incredible community, we would love to have you. Go to www.widow180.com forward slash membership. Again, that's www.widow180.com forward slash membership. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share it with someone who needs to hear it. That's it for me. Until next week, believe in the possibilities. Thank you so much for listening to Widow 180, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you're seeking daily inspiration and guidance, you can follow me on Facebook at Widow 180, the community, on YouTube at Widow 180, the channel, and on Instagram at Widow 180. If you're interested in more grief and widowhood resources, including our latest freebie, How to Get Your Life Back Together After Loss, a 10-step checklist, head over to www.widow180.com forward slash freebie. That's www.widow180.com forward slash freebie.